0: Hello and welcome back to Music Podcast, a podcast about music. I'm Levi Pack and with me is the Duke of the EP, the Baron of the LP, Jordan Opry.
1: Damn dude, these intros are getting very <laughs> spicy. I'm loving it. I, gotta take I just notes. asked you
0: three seconds ago who you wanted to start as if I didn't want to start because I had that already written down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't know. That was fire. I, that, was, that was off the dome. That was crazy.
0: Oh yeah, dude, totally. I don't have a Word Doc open, definitely not.
1: <laughs> no, me neither. Jordan, I need
0: to. Uh, oh, to I need you. to get a temperature check from you, dude.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. What's what's going so,
0: on? So everybody I know is at the Blink One Eighty Two show right now. I think uh, we got uh, we got Turnstile opening for Blink at Climate Pledge Arena here in Seattle. My buddy Mike's there. His uh, partner Hannah's there. My girlfriend Brielle is there. Her sister is there. My friend Fanny's there. My friend Alana. Her partner Jake's there. Everyone's there, and I'm wow. not there. And why not,
1: dude?
0: Well, <laughs> we're not here <laughs> to talk about me. Now I don't know. I've been thinking about that because I, I had a couple opportunities. I could have dropped the dough for it, and the reality is like. It's a familiarity thing, right? They weren't my band. Offshoots of that band were my band, aka like the Christian punk versions of <laughs> Blink one Eight Two with like Reliant Kane stuff. But I don't know, with your with your punk resurgence of the last couple years, what's your um what's your vibe? What's your read on what Blink One Eight Two?
1: Dude, I don't know if I have a read on them personally. Like I kinda missed them. Like I didn't really listen to them as a kid either or growing up. Right. Um I think you and I have a similar experience, like at least from our, our musical origins, like I'm talking Christian metal, Christian pop punk, um, Mm -hmm. just to name a few of, uh, early, early Jordan's listening history. But no, I don't know. I think like, like that doesn't surprise me that a lot of people went to that. I, I definitely have a lot of friends that are into them. Um, i yeah, I'm kind of just like, yeah, they exist. Like, hey, do your thing. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you're you're similar. Just kind of, it exists. You and, heard it. And that's all right. You
0: heard it here first. Blink One Eighty Two quote exists. Music blog. <laughs> <laughs> Scathing review. I mean, Don't I, a little too mainstream for me. You know. Uh, I mean, I. I just. Here's the thing. From what, I, what I've heard, I've really enjoyed, right? And I've had a really good time with. I love when my friends put them on. I love when my girlfriend puts them on. They're just, they're like cruise control to just like having a chill ass time, you know? Um, I definitely find that I like their earlier stuff and probably because it reminds me of, of stuff I actually grew up with more. When they mm. kind of got more into like full on like radio pop punk, not as much my, my jam. Um, my understanding is that they've shuffled around a couple members as well and you know it's yeah uh but turnstile though i fuck with turnstile oh, i yeah. saw them last year they're fun um i feel like they're like moving out of like damn that Why well, i feel like they've moved out of damn turnstiles a really cool band to like turnstile is kind of what dads listen to but <laughs> i love that <laughs> this podcast is one is 50 dad so
1: that's true and I it's do 50% like turnstile. percent dad,
0: hundred percent father, I would say. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's bars. Um but no, man, turnstile. <laughs> I'm curious to to hear where they go next. Maybe the maybe they're right. playing stuff. Like it sounds like they're like are they touring with Blink one eighty two? Or is it just like for, I think for they are.
0: Stops? I you know, and, and the most recent music they put out, I don't know if they put it out, put it out, but the um the new season of I Think You Should Leave actually has like a turnstile song, which is hilarious. Oh yes.
1: yeah did you catch that i I put that together yeah afterwards also that that the newest season of i think you should leave is is wild definitely um, dude it's a trip yeah oh my gosh
0: that that whole scene (laughs) where yeah the the dude's like i think there just may be no rules (laughs) or
1: whatever (laughs) it's so good dude oh the uh and the what is the um oh god the pay it forward chain in the drive-thru 155 (laughs) taylor's so good <laughs> it's so good it's just like dude. what is it, where does he come up with this stuff it's, it's dude it's, truly it's, i so
0: i don't know but then like whenever you catch this dude like i i've i'm a pretty big fan of tim robinson obviously and like checking out some of the interviews with him the dude's, like, so normal. Like, you, you expect him <laughs> really? to be kind of, like, strange, but, like, you, Seth Meyers interviewing him, he's just, like, I don't know. He's got a really down-to-earth energy that, like, blows me away because my man can <laughs> imagine some, yeah, truly, truly out of this, out of this world scenario. He's a scenario. guy. I have yeah. to say. But moving out of this and into our picks we had talked about starting with an album but i think that we should start with one of yours because i think they both have got a thrashy energy that's that's kind of a little more connected to the this these uh these blink 182 origins what do you say <laughs>
1: yeah i mean that that's kind of setting me up to talk about the whaler by home is where if i'm let's do it uh, picking up the right vibe Yeah, dude, this one, so Home is Where, they're like a, uh, oh gosh, not genre list, but I think kind of rooted in emo, and they kind of get around to different, like, pop-punk, post-hardcore, um, adjacent sounds, but they put out a couple, right. I think one one album a couple years ago, in an EP, and I actually heard about them from a coworker a while back, um, you know, Shout out Bandcamp, uh, Yo. great platform, um, unbiased take. But yeah, I, I don't know. This is one of the records that I was really anticipating this year. Um, hmm. And it, it didn't let me down. Like I am really, I, I was really stuck on this one. I still am. Um, I think to describe like the music for starters, the singer um, sounds a lot like Jeff Mangum. Um, from Neutral Milk Hotel. So mm-hmm. that's, if you've heard Neutral Milk Hotel, um, I think uh, I really like the sound of, of Jeff Mangum's voice and, and this lead singer's voice, but it can be a little, like, maybe shrill um, to some sure. that aren't, aren't into that. But it's definitely raw and super emotive. Um, but the music is a lot more, it's, it's pretty organic, a lot of organic instrumentation. Like there's some accordions, harmonicas, um, stuff like that, and then some of these tracks, man, just like explode into screaming, and this this was tough to play in the car with the fam. Not gonna lie, um, <laughs> right. like I could I could get by just enough because you're rocking was... the minivan with this shit, With <laughs> yeah, like the, the shattering um, windows. Miles liked it. Lily didn't as much. Um, okay, no, actually, I, I I can't say Miles liked it too much, but. Okay. No this one so I think for me why the music aside like the impact of this record and the context surrounding it so the the band home is where they're based in somewhere in Florida let's see Palm Coast Florida um, okay and two of the the members of the band notably the the lead singer as well are um, transgender and I think given a lot of the news, In Florida, especially surrounding like, you know, a lot of the laws that are getting passed there, um, in opposition to queer identity. Um, I think that just made this record hit a lot harder for me because they're around our age, maybe a little older. Um, Mm -hmm. you might remember one of the songs is called Every Day Feels Like 9-11. Um, right. So like when I fir- first heard that song, it was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I remember nine eleven. I was, I was like five, but, um, you know, just old enough to remember, not really understand the gravity of the situation. Right. But like, yeah. I knew something was up. Um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of this like juxtaposition of that experience as a child. And then now living in this world specifically in Florida, but I think worldwide, like everything's so connected, right? Like. Yeah. Like every day, in a sense, can feel that, and that's not to diminish the actual event, but just those feelings right. of of dread and uh, just kind of the world seemingly falling apart in front of our eyes. Um, and then the next yeah. song, nine twelve, it's just you know everyone nine goes back 12. to work, <laughs> so it's just like right. this really bleak kind of picture. But I think it just feels super raw. Um, yeah, I've been kind of on my emo kick recently, um, but I just really fuck with this. I think. Yeah, super raw, yeah. really, like, of the moment. And I think musically, it, it kind of blends, like, classic Midwest emo, maybe almost, al- almost akin to, like, American football, and then right. adds, like, a hardcore plus neutral milk hotel spin on it. So it just felt super fresh to me, and I, I was not let down. Um, but, yeah, curious. Yeah,
0: me neither, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, what do you super... Think? i think fresh is a is an amazing way to put it i i listened to this uh, you know of the of the albums that you sent along i listened to this second and so it's always funny um these these albums will are they're like inextricably linked right because you just kind of i listen to them as as pairs in some ways um which is you know maybe i i could not do i would be curious the effect it has but um yeah i mean i love i really 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 love listening to this um it's interesting I you know I I only gave it like a single listen through and so it's I would be curious to dive more into like the lyrics and yeah it, hearing about like the context that the, that the band you know is, is from and, and growing and being from Florida and and all this stuff is not something that like immediately came through and in fact you know it there's almost like a I wouldn't say a, a a lightness, but like while it while it is raw and the instrumentation and the musicality feels really like like open and and and, and raw. There's something about you know every day feels like nine eleven. Being like wow, that's like a wild name for a song, right? It's it's almost like like I don't know, like just <laughs> it's like ballsy. Feels you know what I mean? It's just like it's there's kind of like yeah. a fuck you nature to that, and it being nine twelve, like it's intense and it's like heavy, but it's also like it feels humorous in a way right like in the in the, i think that there's to, you know to your point this generation that that's kind of grow, grown up with it you're right it's not to diminish the event but when like it's the earliest thing that many people can remember happening like on the world stage slash like the national stage like it it ends up being a lens with which you like view a lot of of stuff and i don't know i i feel like we there has been this almost like ironic revisiting of like like especially like like older no younger millennials and like gen z like just processing through that stuff that i don't know mm. that that's certainly what like what what this reminded me of and hearing like actually what the what the songs actually sound like which are these like yeah really free free form sounding like genre bending you know tracks um yeah i was really struck by it and and i and i'm excited to revisit it i think that interestingly enough I think the Neutral Milk Hotel, you know, uh, point, that comparison is interesting. I found myself really thinking about it, thinking about them as a more hardcore, like, Midwest emo, you know, slant to, like, a Big Thief sound in the Hmm. sense, in the way that Big Thief is very much like... I never get the sense that anything they're putting out, especially on their last album, which is long as hell, it doesn't feel like they... I'm trying to think about how exactly to put it. It's just all there, right? Every thought that they want to put there is there, Mm -hmm. right? It's almost like maximal in a sense. And this album is not long. um, But like, it just, yeah, it it feels like very pure and honest in that way. Very much in a way that, you know, a lot of, a lot of big thief stuff sounds to me. Um, To the point that like, yeah, I've been listening to more and more like, what the, I forget actually actually which track it is, but it has a, like a total like country twang to it, like out of nowhere, you know? And I'm like, dang, it's just like what they're going for in this album is, was, was totally unexpected, and it kind of reveals itself as you listen. And yeah, t- totally, totally, totally enjoyed listening through this.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. And I think, I like the Big Thief comparison as well. I think like there's definitely a lot of jamming on this record. Um, and, like, you know, the middle two tracks um, are probably the most directly heavy in a way. Um, I think there's plenty of heaviness, but also instrumentally and musically. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of fun too. And I think they do spend quite a bit of time, like exploring different sounds like that, that twang you mentioned. I think that's maybe the second track, Lilypad Pupils, but there's plenty of, um, I think my favorite is track three. Yes. Yes. A thousand times. Yes. It's just like yeah. a super fun riff. Like that's has stuck in my head. And then like, you know, more emo, silliness, singing about Dale Earnhardt. Daytona 500 yeah. is a track. Chris Farley, Nursing I Home think Riot. It
0: was either Daytona or the Chris Farley that I may have been thinking of, but yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> it was just wild. It like that turn. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. This is, uh, this is what they're doing. Um, yeah, really, really, so fun so yeah, yeah. And, and just a very youthful energy you know
1: oh definitely i think it feels youthful but then also not um i don't know still listenable i think sometimes 100%. youthful isn't always a compliment but i i would agree with you i think in this in this case it works and it's it just feels authentic and 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 i think as you dive into it more um put it on repeat because the um I think there's a couple albums that I could probably think of that do this, but the uh, it like loops back on itself. Um, cool. Just a fun little detail. I think um, a lot of cool transitions and thoughtful transitions. Like when you're listening to something, you're like, oh shit, this is a new song. Um, yeah, like you can't really that. hear hear the break. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you liked it, man. I think I was really, really happy this this was like a solid... I don't think it was their debut record, but, uh, like a solid release for them. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's a great segue into, to one of your, one of your picks, um, hmm. which I think is a, I mean, I don't want to bury the lead here, but I think, you know, a solid release from, uh, one of our old pals, King Cruel, Archie Marshall. Yeah. Um, yeah. if you want to chat about that one?
0: Dude, I, I absolutely would love to chat about this one. Uh King Kroll is somebody that I got into a little bit later than I knew about them. And I've maybe spoken about this on the podcast, but I have a couple of artists that like I tracked with and was just and have this feeling of like, this is someone else's artist. I'm not gonna check them out yet. Like I'm glad someone else likes them, but I, you know, they I don't know. I don't feel like I would have the personal connection or with them or whatever. Right. All these weird little reasons why you avoid or don't check out, check out an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and King, Cru- and you know, King Crow was one of those, uh, got into him with his second album, the ooze. And, and, and ever since then have just been really, really loving his sound. This very, uh, dark, you know, UK, um, uh, uk jazz sound to it um but yeah his his new album uh space heavy by king cruel um was very much looking forward to it and and honestly for me it, it really didn't disappoint because it's an artist i've he's an artist i've loved for a while there's always this feeling i have that's like is has the magic worn out like is this mm-hmm. is this the last i think it's probably well, I think it goes back to my time listening to Coldplay where more and more (laughs) when Coldplay would put out music, I was like, um, yeah, I don't know if this is necessarily like what I kind of came to Coldplay for initially or, or what I still, you know, liked about Coldplay. Um, and I think that's totally fine. Artists change, they move on. I think Coldplay went in like a popular direction that I, that I I wasn't stoked about, you know, 10 years ago. Um, but like, uh, (laughs) yeah, there's always that fear. And I think that it was kind of like immediately addressed by like the singles in the sense that the singles are really nice, but I would also say that they're super different. Uh, Archie Marshall recently, relatively recently, last couple of years, he, he became a father. I think he's got, uh, one or two kids. Shout out to fatherhood. Um, dude, shout out to fatherhood uh, again, a hundred percent father, <laughs> the music podcast <laughs> promise. um, And I think that, uh, I don't think it always, you know, it's not like you can hear that stuff in in the the music one-to-one. But I think that if you look at his earlier stuff, especially, you know, some of his stuff that he put out, you know, under under different, um, you know, not under different, with different labels, but under a different label, under a different artist name. um, I don't know. There's like a, especially in the last two albums, there's a almost more delicate sound that he is that he achieves more often it wasn't wholly absent you know in some of the jazzy guitar sword chords wow guitar swords uh it, it in some of his cool. earlier albums he, he, he <laughs> very he he would definitely get jazzy and have these very melodic moments but things are a little more produced now like there's a, a yeah. more, maybe more uh, an intentional like audio aesthetic happening um between you know voices passing through you know what sounds like a telephone or, or something like that you know things are far off there's guest vocalists you know and you just feel you know I don't I don't know what the man's up to but but I you can't help but feel a certain domesticity you know creep into the sound that that he's putting out and and I think it's nice I think it's like it could be criticized for being a little, for losing a little bit of that edge. Not that there's no edge to it, you know, there's still just some fucking stinky saxophone just like wafting through this record. You oh. know, he has a track called Hamburger Phobia, and you're like, how's this going to sound? And you're like, yeah, that sounds exactly, you know, hearing him say Hamburger Phobia, you're like, yeah, there he <laughs> yeah, is. That's, yeah. my, that's my guy. That's my you guy, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think for all of its, you know, Softness and, and and the newness of that, um, I think it's a really I think it's a really gorgeous record and it's and it's hit me quite nicely.
1: Dude, I I when this came out, I like and we've we had joked about it in the past too. Um, like this is one of us is gonna pick it if not both, um, and I think the first time I listened to it, like the day it came out or around then. I was like a little disappointed, I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like if you've listened to, to a few of Kinkroll's albums, I think, I I don't know. He's got a distinct style of music. Like you mentioned, Levi, like kind of jazzy chords, like drenched in reverb often, and it's very atmospheric and yeah, a a very specific sound in my opinion, um, I don't Mm -hmm. think anyone. Is quite close to what he's doing like you could probably draw comparisons right like post-punk right. or or other uk kind of jazz right adjacent sounds wh- whatever but yeah i just like wasn't super struck by it and then like last week you texted and you're like okay we're gonna talk about it so it's like okay i because i really like king cruel like probably i think the ooze is is one of my favorite albums ever um it's so so, like good. i know i know he's he's got it like I've connected with his music in that way, right, in the past. Um, and just the more I listened to this, to Space Heavy and sat with it, I think the more I started to like it. Because um, mm. it's really something you can sit with and kind of dive into. Uh, yeah. And I feel like like you could, you could definitely just put this on the speakers and whatever, but I had it in the old headphones today and, and took a walk. And yeah, man, I think what you mentioned about like... It, it does sound a bit more delicate, I think, than, than his first two records, definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's just something about it. Like a, some like a, there's like a warmer quality. And I think like the ooze is a very depressing album. I think it's a very low sounding kind of rainy, dark record. So this just yeah. feels, it feels similar, but there's more lightness to it. And I think, I don't know. I just, I really liked it. So I'm glad that you picked it and I'm glad to have like had a, a changed mind on this. Um,
0: well, I've got a question for you because, you know, and this isn't a call out, but you mentioned his previous two records and I forgot about it. I, it's not that I forgot about it, but it slips my mind as well. But he had a record come out between the Ooze and this. Oh, um, I, I know, man. That, no, that was... okay. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> just to, just to, I didn't want to
1: like say too much on that. I know you really like that one, right, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. I like I never got into that. I think I do want to revisit it because I think yeah thinking back over his discography now, it, this feels or excuse oh what's it called? Let's see. Oh uh, I'm, I'm Man I'm Alive. Right um, yeah. That that definitely feels like, in hindsight, like a stepping stone in a way. Big time, Um,
0: and and that's what I'm moving toward. That's what I was moving towards as well, because it's like, it feels like a fully realized. Not that it's actually this, but it feels like some of the explorations that are happening there, which is like I mentioned, this like aestheticized, you know, sound and almost like less of like a smoky dark sound and more of this like quieter, more withdrawn, you know, feel to it. Like, I think for me it hit really well because of, like, where I was at in um, in 2020 when it came out. Gosh, what was the release date for this? Fucking February 21st. Yikes, bro. Ugh. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, gave way to a lot of darkness for a lot of people, myself yeah. included, you know, that year. And so, like being able like it was such a companion to me in some like tougher times, but I have a hard time coming back to it because of some of that heaviness. And I think that ironically space heavy, you know, I think it bridges that gap in in a, Hmm. in a, in a nicer way. That's um, yeah. I, yeah. That being said, um, Man alive is also so good, dude. You gotta listen
1: back, bro. It's dude, actually- I know. <laughs> no. I was listening to I listened to Space Heavy and then I listened to the Ooze again today, and I was like, okay, I gotta get back to Man Alive at some point.
0: My my um, man might be the goat.
1: You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's turn the mics off, Craig. Craig, cut the mics, dude. It's Craig,
0: dude, Craig hasn't shown up for the last couple of recordings. Dude, we we no. we've ousted Craig. <laughs> the uh, now he's his living. uh. His live album as well, um, You Heat Me Up, You Cool Me Down, that came out in 2021, was also so enjoyable. If, an interesting way to sort of bridge the, the his his first three albums and kind of like mm. find that through line that's between them, you know, and that's live music, right? But I think this, in addition to... He had like a Primavera sound you know uh is this called primavera primavera sound he like played there and he's got an hour long set you can check out on youtube that's just yeah so enjoyable um but yeah dude i'm i'm, I'm glad it was a, a little bit of a redemptive arc for 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 yeah. archie um uh, for in, in jorby's eyes
1: yeah no absolutely I, I mean i will say his he's definitely created like this universe for yeah well put his four records and i think that is not super common and that's really impressive um, yeah, like it's like each album, you can tell it's him, but they're distinct enough, but they all kind of fit together, in his discography in a really cool way. So, yeah, I'm excited to to dig into the space heavy more and uh, man alive as well. Um, I think it's wild. It, well, yeah, it's cool. It,
0: I just want to say before we move on, it's wild to me how the diverse sounds this guy is able to achieve. Because if you would have told me that this like 90 pound looking motherfucker with his bright red hair and his deep ass voice was capable of just like the stinkiest jazz known to man, you know, ra- essentially like rapping over some like amazingly produced beats with, uh, m- Mount Kimby. Uh, it's just like, yeah. I- I'm shocked at what this dude's able to achieve yeah, and still have. R- yeah. But his range is, Oh, sounding like this. You know, like I just, Dude, I just a father. can't believe it. This guy can't Andy's a father, bro.
1: God, <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> ten out of ten. Dude,
1: you yeah, you might be you might be right there. Uh um, <laughs> I, I do have to specifically shout out Seaforth, one of the singles. Okay. That yeah. might be that that has perfectly fit the vibe of like yes. early summer for me. Like do you put that on around sunset, like in the yes. evening time? Little bike. Ride, it's just tender, drive. dude. It's a tender yeah, track. Dude.
0: There's a tenderness here Sweet, on this album that dude. I was just like I wasn't uh I wasn't prepared for but, dude, but my yeah, heart my hope is up and ready yeah dude
1: he's in a suburban era I'm loving it <laughs> come on my
0: man re- relocated <laughs> yeah my man relocated.
1: I dude, that's like
0: true though I think that's literally true dude, I think I was reading a GQ piece about uh yeah he definitely did leave the city hold on I'll send it to you I'll, we'll put it in the in the description <laughs> yeah. uh my also some
1: air
0: I, yeah And it shows. Uh okay dude. Speaking of uh speaking of uh air, um
1: come on. Speaking of air, absolutely Oh, Monolith. Um, Oh, Squid. Um, They're a UK, like... I don't even know if you could... Like, rock band? Should we just say that? Uh, Yeah,
0: I would say so. They're a punky, punky rock rock vibes.
1: They're first... I think, like, post-punk, rock, kind of that vein. Um, But they are from like a similar scene to our, you know, friends of the pod, black committee, black country, new road, um, friends of the pod, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you've been,
0: D- you've been DMing them on the side. I didn't you know just this.
1: come on, just go with it. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Edit that out. We're um, actually
0: patrons of, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: anyways, squid. Um, <laughs> so I, th- their first record came out in 2021. Um, it's called bright green field. And, I really enjoyed it. It just to like sum it up in a sentence, it is talking heads worship in like the best way. Hmm. Um, The lead singer has this wacky ass voice and range. Um, It's very, um, I don't even. I'm just lost for words. I think there's a lot going on and you can really feel and, it's, it's erratic, maybe, is what I'm trying to say, um, in this yeah. really cool, interesting way. Ali um, Judge is his name, and he's the drummer. Love a, a singing drummer. We really um, do. But yeah, dude, so I was, I was really hyped for O Monolith. Um, I think there has been a lot of hype around this band and a lot of bands coming out of that scene, so I think for me it was like, okay, this is going to be a step up. This is really going to be you know, something great. And I I really did enjoy it. And I think it is great. Um, I think I put a little too much um, of my own, like, expectation into this one, just to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. Um, but I wasn't expecting what they put out. I think this reminds me a lot of... I mean, a lot of different bands, but it's also... It, it really feels original in its own way. Like, Yeah. Like, I can kind of put a finger on, like... You could maybe say Radiohead. You could maybe say, like, Talking Heads still. Um, you could maybe say, like, some of their contemporaries. Like, I, I get a little Black Mini. Like, there's some complex breakdowns and, and noise on this record. Um, but, yeah, it's just like experimental rock it's it, like that's such a shitty way to talk about it yeah in in some ways but i don't know language, how else to describe language is it.
0: extremely limiting it turns out um yeah i'm i, I, cause I, I i'm i with you I, I struggle to like classify this i think it uh, uh, it reminds me of d- different things than if there's something about radiohead that just sounds so like Radiohead in 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 my mind where yeah. it's like it's so it's so linked to like Tom York. I have a difficult time comparing bands to Radiohead cuz it almost feels like what is that mean? what does that even mean? But it almost reminds me of like a I mean it's been a while since I listened to them. But I think there's a there's like a punky rock band called the Black Angels. Is that what they're called? Um wow, yeah, I'd love to compare them to a band that I actually came re- on I think it, I think it is the, the 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 Black Angels I'm thinking of, but, um. Yeah, there's just I might be totally wrong. Anyways, wh- what what it reminds me of is this like. It's punky. It's 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 definitely like rock, but like there's something about the placement of the vocals that feels so distinctly it almost has like a like a pop feel to it which is like not clearly not really what they're going for but i but i don't know when you position when you position a voice with so much clarity and like like there's such a clean sound to all this stuff where even though the instrumentation the musicality is doing something very odd and the chords they're hitting are very strange in, in a way that it feels like like screamo or like metal in like a different font you know and suddenly they're screaming you know it still has this like brightness to it that yeah it's really interesting it, it's, it's, a, it's a particular sound I don't feel like listening through the album I wasn't like oh my gosh can't wait to like run this back but I was like there, there's a feeling of listening to it that like it's expansive for me like because it's just not something I would be drawn to initially I think the thing for me that is is hard is that there's just a certain amount of like there's so much dissonance in like the chord progressions and the sounds and just some of the melodies that I just like have a hard time craving if you know what I mean right Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it it just kind of fills me I don't music can be so embodied sometimes that it just fills me with a little bit of dread and like maybe it was the cold brew I was sipping as I was prepping for this podcast but it just like made me feel a little just like on edge you know which I I don't think is accidental and I think that yeah in some ways like that's the sound but um I think that's something that I was that I was struck by and that I found kind of interesting as I was listening to it because it's yeah it's definitely like going for these experimental progressions and it has a slightly experimental sound to it, but also, yeah, I don't know. Curious how you how you find the the, the, the more poppy comparison because it's not true, but it's like there. It's like, it's, it's a part of what's happening there for me.
1: I can see that. I think, like, if you were just to look at, like, the structure of these songs and, like you said, the vocals, I think, like, a lot of these songs, they kind of start... Not necessarily quiet, but yeah. um, maybe like slower and more mellow. And then they, m- most of them build into like these walls of sound and noise. Um, yeah, some more dissonant totally. than others. Um, but no, I definitely agree with you. I think there's this kind of anxiety in in a lot of it. And I think the way that the singing and sometimes screaming happens is feels very mm-hmm. manic. Um, right. And, I would agree with you, I think it is intentional. And I think for me, I'm really like intrigued by this record. I haven't been able to put it on that much. I, I think it flows super well. Um, and I don't know if I'd say it's dense. I think, cause I don't think it is dense. I think, yeah, I think it just doesn't sound, It's it's challenging maybe. Um, yeah, and that's I not would, always a good I think challenging thing.
0: is a good way of putting it. Totally. Um,
1: yeah, I think. Yeah, so for me, like, I I did want to talk about this one because I was really excited about it, um, and I think I'm happy with the direction Squid have gone. Um, and I don't know, maybe like over this, the year, like, my opinion on it will change, or it'll become, um, it'll kind of reveal itself a little more. Um, but, yeah, I can't say I fully understand, like, what they're getting at here, whether conceptually yeah. or, like, musically. Um, like, it's all very well done. And I think you kind of touched right. on that. Like, like there's a lot of skill um, and expertise in, in their, like, songwriting and, and how they, you know, come together as a band. Um, but, yeah, I feel you. It's, like, kind of just – it's, like, okay, great. Like, it's this – like, you kind of got to sit with it, but I don't know. Right. Like, how worth it is, is it to keep digging, you know? Um, like, yeah. so I can't tell. Like, for me, King Cruel, just to get back to Space Heavy a bit, like, that's unearthed itself in a really cool way and really, like, personal for sure. But, um, right. I don't know, like, that's like a dreamy way. Um, and maybe yeah. it's just because it's, in a lot of ways, not to get too simple, but like an easier listen, easier on the ears maybe. Sure. Um. But I don't know. I I'm glad you like checked it out and I think uh curious to see where this ends up like end of the year. But uh Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think
0: you know what, man? I think that if it weren't so fucking nice outside it would hit a little differently, you know? <laughs> like, if there was a little more angst in the air in terms of, like, the weather and vibe, you know? But, like, as, as at least for, like, my my life and, like, what the last couple of weeks have looked like, I mean, first day of summer was a couple of days ago, dude. The days are long. The sun is high, you know? And there's something about this, like, contemplative, you know, dense anxiety that's just, yeah, it, 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 it didn't hit as much. Um, yeah. But yeah could definitely still recognize the artistry all the way through i will tell you i'm looking at uh, i'm on apple music right now um scrolling down to the featured on playlist from uh from uh, that's the section on their apple music page yeah Um, what you got let's see so just to provide some insight into how apple classifies them um (laughs) you can you can find uh, uh tracks from o monolith on apple music's untitled (laughs) playlist. good or new in indie or (laughs) new in punk or art house which i think as unspecific and unhelpful and frankly shitty as that is that is probably true (laughs) i would say that it's kind of like uh this like untitled punky indie sound and (sighs) that's 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 what's happening here
1: (laughs) But it's I, true. Uh, yeah. Genre
0: sucks, dude. Fuck genres. Fuck it's very difficult to classify this shit.
1: Yeah. I mean I think genres can be helpful just to like it's almost like a headline, right? Like right. it's only gonna go so far, but I think I don't know. It's it's psychedelic, rock, punk, experimental, it's noisy. Um if any of those words or sounds of Music seem interesting to you? Check it out. Maybe yeah. if you've listened to, tell our, our listeners out there if you've listened to model actress, one of my picks from earlier this year. Uh, I think totally, that dude. Maybe like a, like if you're into that, um, you might be into this. Brother, I can't say they're like great similar,
0: comparison. But... Great comparison, because let me tell you, I think we might need to rename music podcast to Untitled because I'm scrolling through this playlist. <laughs> A mosquito by model actress undergrowth <laughs> yes. by by squid a simulation swarm by big thief okay. fucking dude we're getting we're what getting is called it? is this a curated playlist? Forth by king cruel <laughs> echo lalia by eve tumour we're
1: getting yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: dude there's You're a listening. target on the back of my goddamn neck
1: <laughs> dude they're listening you know i'm listening.
0: feeling seen. They're always
1: listening um, all right dog. just just take us home here <laughs> I'm just a little spooked.
0: I'm spooked seeing a few of our picks. We gotta, we gotta go wider. But well, we're gonna,
1: we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to dig into this. But we're gonna, you know what? Let's
0: um, and let's go wider right now, dude. Let's go wider right now because you know what's not represented on this untitled playlist? Hmm. Detroit. So if you remember last month, you, you asked me at one point, Hey, how, uh, how did you discover, uh, Jim legacy? And I mentioned, uh, one of the writers at the Rolling Stone, Jeffy Haza. Well, I've continued to sort of just, you know, uh, just follow his work and off of, you know, how the wonderful sort of like introduction to Jim legacy was, uh, he had another piece about Dutroat. And so I checked it out. Let me tell you, dude. I really, really, really enjoy this record. It is—I I listen to it completely differently than than any of the stuff that that, that we're talking about here. Um, recently moved in with my girlfriend. We've been spending a lot of time together, like driving around or putting music on, right? And so it lends itself to a different type of listening. And I knew this was going to be a more danceable, you know, record. And so I've listened to it almost exclusively in that context of just putting it on and and. You know, seeing how I react, but also just seeing how my partner reacts and sort of like, you know, and so it's come on. I put it on a couple times and there's been a couple tracks that when they come back on, she goes, oh, hell yeah, I love this song. And it's like, <laughs> OK, sweet, you know, Sorry. like. Um, but uh, yeah, D- uh, Detroit uh, by High Tech. High Tech, I you know, I'd never heard them before, but they're they're based out of Detroit. And I think that uh, if you know anything about dance music in Detroit, you know that uh, Detroit has a really rich uh, techno you know history to it, um, and uh, this uh, this album apparently you know plays in a in a in a genre space uh, uh, of what's called ghetto tech, which is just a very. It's very—it's a subdivision, and I think that if you don't listen to a lot of dance music, it's hard to clock like where those subdivisions lie. And I, and I and, and for techno music, you know, especially like I don't feel like it's immediately apparent to me. Um, but there's a very specific sound to it—a very sample-heavy, you know, um, g- glossy. I, I I don't I don't necessarily know. But um, what's cool about this record is uh, a a gosh producer, you know, sort of a, a Detroit you know, legend Omar S uh, helped produce this record. And I think it was released on his record label. Um, he, he I, I had heard him on NTS. Uh, he has an amazing mix on like Apple music that I'm a, that I've just like, completely rinsed um, super talented dude. And it sounds like he was very much a part of just encouraging you know, high tech to, to, to make this album the way, the way it was, they brought a lot of life out of the, um, of them and really encouraged them. There's some amazing quotes where they, like, he was asking them like, you know, how serious are you about this? And they're like, damn, that's a good question. You know? And so like, really like having a legend on hand to kind of like push sound out of this group, um, on what is, I think their sophomore release, I might be wrong there. Um, Yeah, I just think, uh, I think it's a lot of fun and it's kind of mixed like a DJ set and just tracks blend into the next and on these early summer nights where you, sometimes you just kind of want to dance and move and drive, you know, with the windows down, it's, it's been really fun. So yeah, man, how's it hit you?
1: Dude, It is really fun. I was like really surprised. Um, Hmm. I think just how much I liked it. Um, I think, you know. I don't listen and haven't listened to a whole lot of dance music. um, And I wasn't sure what to expect with this one. Like the first time I was driving um, and I was like, okay, this is like kind of nice. And I think I kind of got like, in a way, like what it was, right? Or at least what purpose Mm -hmm. it could, or like listening to it does for me. Um, But I put it on tonight while Miles was eating dinner and dude, that was crazy. It was so much fun. Uh, Just like dancing around. He's like eating his little spinach nugget, like laughing at me. Like, so I totally, I love that, like how you're listening to it too. I think that is really just a move, man. Just like have a good time. And yeah, I don't know. I think it, yeah, it's just about like feeling it. And, and I really liked it. Yeah. I, I think I'll go back to this throughout the summer. Um, yeah, I have no idea like where all the different types of dance music kind of intersect, but yeah, dude, high tech, this is, this is good shit, man. Um,
0: I, you know, and I think the thing for me is that sometimes there dance music, even though it it can be, you know, and I'm the guy who literally last podcast, I was like, I have a hard time with like pop music. That's kind of crufty. And I'm into more like liberative, you know, liberating shit or whatever, you know, but like, sometimes dance music can take itself really seriously you know they can be really Mm. serious about bpms and sounds and like you know it can feel like repetitive in some ways and there's something about this album that's just it's like light you know and it's like sexy and like sexual and like i don't know it has like a very light like friday night feel to it that yeah i'm like completely into i i ended up seeing uh, a dj i love a lot dos on friday and as we were just sort of like Pre gaming and like having fun, you know, before that, um we, we yeah, uh, Brielle and I put this record on. And yeah, dude, it was just moving and it's, it's, it's a freaking blast. So um yeah, uh, excited to see what they, what that, what they put out next. Excited to like, you know, get a little bit like more into their orbit and, and honestly, check out more, you know, more of the roots of, of the, of like the, you know, the ghetto tech sound and, and specifically Detroit techno because it's, yeah, it's, it's good shit. Music's good, it turns out, shockingly. Love yeah. it.
1: Yeah, this is, this is a fun one, man. This is, I've just never heard anything like it, and it just, like, it flows super well, super fun. Like, there's a track called Zooted, Shrimp and Grits? Come on. How could yeah. you not love that shit?
0: Yeah, 100%, dude. I think New Money is the opening track. Yeah. Um, it's so good, dude. There's just a great, like... Sampled, like you know, r- repetitive vocal that yeah, it just it just rolls for it, just from the jump, they're rolling, you know,
1: mm hmm. Yeah, it's just hits you right in the face, and then you're just going short, too, like 30 minutes or, or whatever. Yeah, great vibe. This is, yeah, fantastic to get us into summer here. Are you kidding me? Come on, yeah, dude, come on. This is why you well, listen.
0: This this is why you listen, dude. It's picks like this. It's it's diversity like this, bro. We're rolling from Detroit techno. We got fucking kink. We got Archie Marshall, the goat. We got indie. Dude, we've got unclassifiable tunes, <laughs> <laughs> genreless we got, tunes. <laughs> we got a track called "Feels." Every day feels like nine eleven.
1: <laughs> um, New money. Yeah, we're yeah. We got we got range here on music podcast. Yeah. Come on, dude. I I gotta say before we close this baby out
0: I want to I want to issue a an update one of our earlier episodes I I mentioned really liking the tanuki Chan record um that was one of my picks and you mentioned you say at one point that like you d- you don't dislike it but you like you weren't sure entirely like what felt new about it and I, I was actually listening to like... Uh, Tanuki Chan's like uh, back catalog and, and I and I it was interesting because I hadn't heard her really before I hadn't listened to like her earlier stuff and so listening to it after you know continuing to, to listen to her record a lot like I thought it was interesting um, but also I got to double down bro as as true as that is, you know, as like similar as her sound is like f- on her new record versus her older stuff, I think her latest record is such an evolution. And I gotta say, dude, justice for Tanuki Chan, bro, you gotta circle back. Oh.
1: damn, dude! If I knew you were gonna come at me for my old takes, like I'd be more careful, honestly. <laughs>
0: bro, I got the receipts. I'm the editor, bro. No, you think dude, I'm I forget know. this
1: shit. No, I don't. I'm just you. you... You caught me red-handed here. I think, (laughs) yeah, dude. I'll listen to it again. Jeez, I would say
0: I would say listen to it back to back, bro. Listen to it back to back. What's her album? It's like Sunday something.
1: I mean, for the record, I I had never heard of Tanuki Chan before you.
0: Oh, maybe you were just talking about like that sound generally, like garagey. Oh yeah yeah no not shots at
1: Tanuki Chan specifically. Just to clear the air here. (laughs) <laughs> dude, beef squashed, Ooh. bro. <laughs> but no, yeah, dude, I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, re, I'll reprise my review. it's okay. I'll, I'll get back to Yeah, you. dude, just oh, just open that baby back up, edit it. <gasps> yeah, dude, when you as soon as you listen to Jesse Ware again, I'll listen to Tanuki Chan again. <laughs> dude, hold on.
0: Shoutouts <laughs> to 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 the to the goat Jason.
1: When I, I've, I
0: went from like tongue in cheek jokes on the, on the podcast art to just listing the artists that we discuss. And obviously like I mentioned Jesse Ware, cause you know, she was a pick from last, last month. And Jason was like, yo, hell yeah, Jesse Ware. <laughs> and then he listened and he was like, Oh man, what the hell?
1: <laughs> Shout out Jason. I appreciate you. Justice for Jesse Ware. Dude.
0: Um, you know, I spelled her name wrong on the Did you spell her the name the wrong? And you said RT. like
1: what did you say? Coles or old navy? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn. That's cold.
1: I'm that's cold. Sorry, Jesse
0: Ware. I you know what? Come on the podcast. <laughs> Come on the podcast. I gotta apologize. <sighs> We're gonna need a public but ball, act dude. now yeah. because it's this weekend only at Old <laughs> <laughs> Navy
1: <laughs> Dude. That's not a true apology, and you know it. Okay. <laughs> God, <laughs> justice for Jesse Ware,
0: dude, justice indeed. Oh God, dude. Um, anything you want to mention before we close this baby out? Uh, you know, for the viewer or for the viewers, for the listeners, we got the Spotify po- uh, playlist frequently updated with our new picks. Oh, dude, I gotta
1: update. That's a thanks for the reminder, man. Yeah, that drop my.
0: that baby in. Drop that baby in. Shout um, out to Pinback. I've been listening to a lot of Pinback.
1: I mean, also you you texted me them. I I have yet to like dive too deep, but are they like a local local heroes? Is that right?
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't know.
1: Local to San Diego, my local heroes actually is what <laughs> yeah, I meant to say. It.
0: Yeah, dude, they're local. Planet Earth, baby.
1: <laughs> I love Pinback. They're from my planet. <laughs> um, no no dude no shout outs here i think uh i've just been listening to a lot i've actually been listening to after our daft punk conversation i've been rinsing discovery this last month yeah that uh, dude great choice that's iconic um
0: i'll drop it in the in the goated. in the bio or in the description um but uh one of them i actually forget which member of daft punk it is you know he's got some older stuff that he made solo i think um gosh i'm forgetting i'm totally forgetting what it is off the top of my head but like it's got good early daft punk energy um and it's like not available on the streaming i imagine not because or because like the samples aren't cleared but it's good shit i'll send it your way it's, abso- oh, it's yeah, like yeah. absolutely it's like extremely danceable and it's got it's got big big discovery energy
1: hell yeah okay um that actually okay so that did remind me i, I have one honorable mention i didn't okay. want to talk about well that's not true i uh i thought about it you were scared bro i was scared yeah i didn't want to you know um slip up like i did last episode <laughs> no and
0: gi- and
1: give, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just messing with you um but uh, nowhere um k-n-o-w-e-r lewis cole yeah um a Bandcamp only release Oh, really? Super fun. Yeah, it's going to be on streaming. It's actually, to get kind of meta conversation here, so they put it, it's Bandcamp exclusive for like six months, then they're going to put it on streaming. Um, Because as they tweeted, they want to make money off this shit, and if you share this or rip it on YouTube, Lewis Cole will kill you, is I think the quote. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, dude, I... uh, would definitely recommend checking it out. I think and good for them. They've made some pretty good money off this. Um I'm looking at the Bandcamp page right now. They're doing like a vinyl pledge. They've made almost 80 grand. Let's go. Um Shout's Bandcamp. Yeah, dude. So music m- music is alive and well. Um and I just I, I'm hoping like more artists do that. Um Yeah. I think for their sake, you know, I streaming's great and all, but it's just like I've seen so many headlines of like canceled tours, even for some like bigger artists. So it's yeah. just like dark times, you know. Uh, yeah. Support the music you, you love.
0: And full circle, Clowncore.
1: Dude, yeah, I know. I put it together. Sam <laughs> dude, I put it together. Yeah, that's yeah, that's some music podcast lore right there. Those are some
0: dude, absolutely some heroes right <laughs> yeah. there. We love Clown Core and Apple Music's Untitled playlist. I I actually don't do any digging, bro. I just go straight to fucking Lorem or whatever on Spotify. I'm like, all right, what do you got for me? Hit me with
1: pollen or whatever it's called.
0: (laughs) That caviar. Dude, you heard Frank Ocean, bro? You (laughs) heard this, dude?
1: (laughs) I only know Blondie, though.
0: Only that one. Oh, man. Ah. Cool. Any parting shout outs? Or My parting out? shout out my parting shout out is Go outside.
1: That's good, yeah. <laughs> enjoy enjoy the weather.
0: Touch yeah, touch grass. It's
1: important.
0: L plus you fell off plus. No maidens, bro. Um the <laughs> dude, we I g I gotta get off this bum mic. Alright, hey, okay, um, okay. We're,
1: hey, Craig, sh- Cut the mic.
0: Yeah, dude, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Uh blessings upon you, truly. Um have a have a wonderful and safe uh July. Have an epic be sure to vote. July.
1: Vote
0: <laughs> M- Music Podcast. Goodbye. Peace.